I love living. I think that's infectious. It's something that you can't fake. Greatness is not this wonderful, elusive feature that only the special among us will ever taste. It's something that truly exists in all of us. It's very simple. This is what I believe, and I'm willing to die for it. The separation of talent and skill is one of the greatest misunderstood concepts for people who are trying to excel, who have dreams, that want to do things. Talent you have naturally. Skill is only developed by hours and hours and hours of beating on your craft. Sickening work ethic. While the other guy's sleeping, I'm working. While the other guy's eating, I'm working. I want my life. I want my work, my family, I want it to mean something. If you are not making someone else's life better, then you're wasting your time. The first step before anybody else in the world believes it is you have to believe it. There's no reason to have a plan B because it distracts from plan A. I'm going to do it. It's done. It's already done. The second I decide it's done, it's already done. You can't be scared. You can't be scared. You can't be scared. No, you cannot. Eight minutes after the hour, it is the kickoff hour. The Rick and Bubba Show on the Rick and Bubba Network. I am Helmsy alongside Greg Burgess. Speedy list today. We'll get to that in a few minutes. So much going on in today's show. Dan Moultrie will join us in the next hour with Rick and Bubba. Adler's here. He walked in a minute ago. I thought he got a haircut, but he just had his hair up in a... Is it a bun? That's a man bun, ladies and gentlemen. I've got some updates from my personal That's life. Y'all bun. may not even care, but we'll share those. And Greg is fired up and ready to tackle the day. Greg, how are you? I'm good, buddy. What's up? Well, I uh, so Speedy's out. So so Speedy's going to the, deal with the house situation. The house situation is coming to an end. How about that? And uh, we're on. The, he told us for some reason. I, I and I want to discuss this right out the gate. He looked at you and I yesterday. As I was leaving, you were in the middle of cutting a commercial, and he said, "Hey, I know y'all want to have some fun with me, but don't ruin this house thing for me." And I really didn't understand what he was saying. He was acting as if we could come in this morning and say something that would spoil the closings today. I, I think he's just, you know, he's just ready to be done. Is he he's nervous like, Guys, about I'm this it? Close, y'all. Somehow, and I don't know how we could. He was serious, Greg. He was seriously looking at you, you and never I know. and saying, "Hey, look, don't mess this up for me." Think about how long this drama's been going. Think about when you kept his dogs. Oh wow, that, that has like been one a long of, time. One of the ago. First showings of the house, and now everything's that has set been a while. Up, that has been a while. Papers and let's load some trucks and it's done. Yeah. So think about that. The intro today, because uh, we hadn't played it in a while was Will Smith, the actor. Yeah. I played it today because he turned 51 yesterday. Will Smith is 51. And he's 51. got this he's got this new movie coming out, Gemini Man. Have you seen the previews of it? I, you want me to say this? I don't think Will's had a good movie in a while. Well, I I, I saw this and thought, man, I can't. This kinda, may be it. I don't know. Well, he's basically, and I don't, the people that are fired up about it, don't don't be mad at me here. It looks as if he has, and he's a, he's a, like, he's not a superhero, but he does have kind of powers that 
like was his Hancock all over again? Well, very Hancock similar, but he's pay he's had he's facing somebody. He's playing both actors. This guy has the same DNA as him, and he's got to defeat him. But it's him. I hate when people play two two roles in a movie. The I'm trailer I watched yesterday, and it was it was. I mean, fascinating. it's good they can do that. But it's I, pretty cool. About it bothers me. So he's fighting himself because every scene when they're both in it, I'm going, okay, there's the back of his head. That's not really his head. I, you know, I know. I know, and I always wonder who the actor is that's standing yeah, in, standing in for that. Yeah, very, very cool. Anyway, he turned fifty-one yesterday. You like Will Smith? I do like Will Smith. Ever since the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> all the intros that we play it can be found at rickandbubba.com dot com under the goodies section. Well, everything you need to know about the show can be found at rickandbubba.com. Spell out the word and. I don't know why we continue to say spell out the word and because if you put an and symbol in 2019, uh, you, you really don't know what you're doing on the internet. Yeah, I, I can't, but hey, it's, it's, it's part of the thing. Every time we say it, we say that. So Came across go. something last night on, uh, by the way, we do have football tonight. Who's playing? All right, so um, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers playing host to – Carl Wentz and the Eagles. Uh, that that's on Fox tonight. So if you are this person that doesn't have the NFL Network, because that's where the games have been over the last few uh, weeks, uh, you'll have it on Fox. So I look forward to that. And if and if you need to, you know, scratch that college football itch, Memphis and Navy are playing. You know, Memphis got a pretty good team. They do. They do. They Navy do. will be running that option. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so that's I, at seven on ESPN. I still have not bought into the NFL on any day except Sunday, <laughs> and I've, it took me years to buy into college football on Thursday, but I finally did. Yeah. It so took if me you years sit, too. all right, so let me ask you this: If you sit down tonight and you think, "Man, okay, I've got an hour and a half, two hours, I can watch football," do you watch NFL or do you watch this college game? NFL has a slight chance for me to look at it because it's not that great a college game to me. I agree. That's now if it 100%. was two teams that I really liked, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even acknowledge the NFL was on. Yeah, because the NFL belongs on Sunday, playoff time. You can play on Saturday. I'll give you that. But and college football belongs really on Saturday. I've, I've bought into the Thursday night game because it you know it took me years, but I will not buy into Friday night and, college. Football. And I will say because won't. you won't buy into Friday night, you've missed some really good games. I know I have. I know. Yeah. And and I and I have just been just happen upon them when I'm at the house on a Friday night because I hadn't. Now I will say this, and and I and I know you don't have. Ac- you. I don't. I know you don't have access to this now, and and you'll get it. But um, came across something last night. I have not. Um, I have not seen the entire thing, but um, Bobby Bowden Dynasty on ACC Network. You love a good little. I love a good sports documentary, Greg. I don't and have spe- the ACC and specifically Network. about coaches. Oh, I know. And I when you I find know. one on a coach that I absolutely adored and loved growing up, then and, then I really got me. And something. he's he's one of those that's going to give you good quotes and some good little speeches. Yes. You know, somebody's very, oh. like you get him like him and a Bobby Knight or somebody like that with their personality that get ready for you know you're going to get a sound bite, and you just love hearing them talk. Yeah. You talk about right up my alley. Yeah. I, I, I would like it. But I don't have the ACC network. Bobby Bowden it. Dynasty, and uh, I don't. I'm surprised because it, when when it it started this year or started this football season, and uh, I just assume everybody had it. But Directv does anyway, not have it. You, really I good. I think you make them pay for it. Uh, when we had Coach Bowden here that time, that yeah. was a, that was one of the better guests I think since I've been here because he's just. What about when he gave his address out on the air? He did. He did. And that was funny, but he was just. 
He's just laid back. One of my most memorable moments of being a part of the show was that day. Yeah. Um, he was in the back. He wanted. He got here early, and oh, him yeah. and his buddy were going to play golf after. So they were fired up about that. And we had about two segments to kill before he was scheduled to be on. And so he's back there, got the show, he's got his coffee, he's just hanging out. And I will never forget sitting back there and just having a conversation with him. It was awesome. Yeah. You're talking about making my day. Probably one, probably the most memorable, one of the most memorable moments of part, my part 10 years being here. Yeah, he. Uh, I remember him, like I say, he just kicked back in the kitchen. Coach Cutcliffe, same way. Yes, I remember he we was. were all in the kitchen just he talking. And, and yeah. yeah, I love the guys like that. It's, he was a good guest, so I, yeah, I'll watch that. If, if if I somehow can get access to I bet I'll find it on the internet. Yeah, and look, this may be one of those things that's been out there and ACC Networks just picked it up. I don't probably, know. Probably. Um, but it was uh, – it, it basically took his coaching career. It took um, – it showed you the dynasty that was Florida State, which was when you think about what they did, what they came from, they were nothing. Man, they were nothing when he got there. Really, a lot of people were shocked he took that job. Oh, I know. Because yeah. a lot of people thought, well, West Virginia's yeah. actually a better job than, yeah, than what you're doing. Florida State was considered yeah. a doormat. Did, didn't realize the, the Alabama thing. I, I had no clue oh, about yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a that's a. Well, I was, uh, I was still young. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Alabama, you messed that up. Well, they went with Bill Curry. Yeah. There you go. Could not believe that story. Did not know that he was he came back. He wanted to be the coach. This was it. And he shouldn't have had the interview for he it. He should not. And that cost him. Yeah. He said sorry. And he went into a situation thinking that he was not interviewing for yeah. it. Yeah, well, he shouldn't have. And he got in the room, and he said there were 16 or 17 people in there, and he was the only one talking, and he was having to say things to convince them to hire him. And he was <laughs> like, I'm done with this. Yeah, I think I've got a pretty good record. And I don't blame him. Yeah, so yeah, I bet that is interesting. I'll watch that. That'll be good. Well, the um, so I've got two things. I've got a flag update. Do you remember the flag that Speedy gave me this earlier in the week? The oh, golf the flag, golf flag, yeah, that, that you didn't really want. Well, I've got. An I up- like how it was propped up on your door in there. For I've got an update on that, and I've also got. Um, I had homework pressure two nights ago um, with helping Braden study, and we've had similar stories. I know Rick has talked about this with his kids before. Uh, but I, I jumped in the other night. I didn't like how the studying process was going with my son and my wife uh, on something he has got to pull a grade up on. And I jumped in, took a chance, Grades. and I got and Greg the uh, the grade the report is in on the test results are in. So we got that yesterday. So so I'll tell you that success when we get back. or failure. Yep, it was one of the two. <laughs> Golly, I ain't had to worry about grades and stuff in so long. It's a constant. It's a constant battle at our house. See, I miss my kids being young and all, but then I think of them about the, that type of stuff, and I go, well, I don't miss that. And I can see why you would. <laughs> 17 minutes after the hour. It's the kickoff hours of the Rick and Bubba Show. We'll be back. Hang with us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. sit around and cook some soups and eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. Oh, good morning, Mr. Allen. I, I hope you're not too mad at me. I was running a little bit late this morning, and I was hoping you wouldn't be too mad with me. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. I was born 
Yes, they are. 23 minutes after the hour. It is the Rick and Bubba Show. I'm Helmsy alongside Greg Burgess. This is the kickoff hour. Speedy list today. He's uh, completing the house transition, and so we uh, we love that he's getting able to do that the next couple of days, so we'll be speedy list in case you're wondering. Uh, Gregory, last night, I, I want to tell everybody that – I just want to look in that camera right there and tell everybody. If you see me grimace or – Kind of do this, do this, Greg. Watch. Yeah, see that. I don't know. I'm at that point. I pay. I played middle aged tennis last night. I don't oh, want to call boy. it old man tennis yet, but it's. I'm no, calling you're, it middle aged tennis. From that. I'm a step from old man tennis. Yeah, but I did play in the forty and over league last night, and uh, every time I play now, I have this shoulder pain that sits with me for about two days, and then it goes away. And it will, not, old, it will not resurface until about 30 or 40 minutes into the next match I play. Yeah. So I'm into that. Um, so a couple things uh, in my house this week. Uh, I think it was Tuesday night. Yes, Tuesday, no, Monday night, I'm sorry. There was some uh, passionately, I don't want to call it screaming, but there were some things going on in regards to an English test, an English grade, specifically vocabulary words that I was um I was hearing in the background. I just didn't like to avoid just yeah. didn't like the way it was going and I normally would just act like hey I didn't hear that. That's not I don't know what's going on there. So I took over. I said, "Hey, look, you've had a long day. I've had a long day. He's obviously had a long day. Why don't we why don't you let me take this over?" And I did this for two reasons. One, I knew that I was going to play tennis Wednesday night. And I, I was trying to, you know, yeah, get in some good ahead. graces. Tuesday night I had class, Highlands College. So I knew that my next couple of nights I was going to be little help. So I wanted to step up. The only problem with this is if I step up and do a really good job, then now, you're locked now I'm locked in it. Yeah. The other problem is if I do a bad job, then this is – Braid, my son, is on this kind of, hey – we got this is we we we've taken this class so far down that we can't we really can't go any further. Yeah. So this is really on me. So I stepped in. Uh, we studied for about forty five minutes to an hour. On two occasions, Amanda walked in the room and told me I was being too harsh with my study habits. And I said, "Well, we'll see. You know, and who knows if I'm being too harsh? We don't have the results yet." I was kind of talking with a little swagger. Thought, yeah. "Okay, you know, we'll see." So, and Braden wasn't getting frustrated with me. I was, I wasn't talking down to him, but I was forcing him to do things study wise that nobody taught me growing up. I mean, I did, I didn't know how to study. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to help the little guy out. I'm going to give him some study habits. He gets this honest. He gets this from me. He does not like school. He's not good in school. You know why he's not good in school? Because he doesn't like it. I'm not, I'm not good with things I don't like. And I certainly don't like to try to work hard on things I don't like. So, I was trying to, hey, hey, I've been there, I've done that, but for 45 minutes to an hour, we got to dig in. Neither one of us want to do this. The Braves are on. There's Monday night football. That hurt. You know, we've got to I, – I get what else we'd rather do. Well, the results are in. He made a 92. And you messed up now. 92. You've messed up now. How about that? You're locked in now. So I'll tell you this. I might have been harsh, but his grade went up big time. Harsh well, Helms got it done. You've become the 
the teacher in the house. So now, see, well, you had good results, so you handle it from this point. Now, I will say this. There was some science being thrown around yesterday afternoon, and I I didn't want any part of that. I was hearing density and uh, multiply this and but vocabulary. You, oh, you're, you're, vocab- I'm good with words yeah. most of the time. I can come up with a definition. <laughs> um, but I will say I was I was I was relieved. I wasn't like I was happy for him, but I was relieved because I thought you know, man. Did you show him how to sneak a cheat deal. sheet in there? Did you show him how to do that? No, Greg. Why would I do that? I heard ninety two. Hey, straight up. I want you to look at me. Did, did you cheat? In in school? No, I was I was afraid that I'd get caught. Yeah, I was. I don't know. I may have cheated once or twice. I don't think I did. I had I had a uh, I, had, I a, had a fear of being caught. I had a small run where I I let a guy help me in a class one time, and I, and I don't want to give his name, but but he's a pharmacist today, and oh, that's a good one to get to help. He he uh, he was a very smart guy, and. Uh, He's one of these guys that I wish I really wouldn't have lost contact with. Spent a lot of time at his house and and all that. But anyway, that being said, I don't want to get hey, I don't want to get emotional. Um, we had a Spanish teacher, and she would give out multiple choice questions, but she would call them out, and he would always sit in front of me, and he would, if if it was the first one, he'd pull his left ear. If it was the second one, he'd pull he'd touch his right ear, and that's how. He helped me out, and I would miss a couple on purpose because I. That, yeah, that's I, the key. You, you don't need ha- the exact same. Yeah, absolutely, and you don't make a great. And listen, goes, kids, no way you made that. kids, I'm not by any means saying that's the right thing to do. No, I'm just saying that when prior to Jesus being in my life, I made some decisions like that that I shouldn't have. But I tell you this, I made A's and B's in a class. Well, I know you that. gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Now I have cheated in cards, but I've never cheated on. Cheated in cards. I, I think that's part of cards. I don't think I'd know how to cheat in you cards. You know, I think that's part of cards. You got a good poker face, don't you? That's part of it. You got to know how to cheat a little bit. <laughs> we'll be back. Hang with us. I got to give you the flag update. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Oh, Father, tell me, do we get what we deserve? Oh, we get. There I am doing it, and there all my buddies are, they're doing it too. We're all doing it together. Don't be mad with, don't, don't, don't be mad with me. 35 minutes after the hour, it's the Rick and Bubba Show. This is the kickoff hour, Helmsy, alongside Greg Burgess. Greg. Today's Rick and Bubba Show is sponsored by Casper.com. Better sleep can benefit basically anyone. That's why the team at Casper created Sleptember. That's right, an entire month dedicated to rest and relaxation. I think Bubba's got a lifetime dedicated. (laughs) (laughs) With bedding, bed frames, and even dog beds. How about that? Casper has everything you need to sleep your your best. (laughs) Sorry about that. So join us and sleep cool, comfortable every night. Get yourself a Casper. Try yours for 100 nights with free shipping and returns. September is ending in a few days, folks, so you need to go to Casper.com and use promo code Bubba to get $100 towards the purchase of a select mattresses. That's Casper.com, promo code Bubba, to get the $100. Or you can find a link at RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button, of course. So there. 36 minutes after the hour. Thank you for that, Greg. 
Um, got an email. I do. I want to give you the flag update. We want you to be a part of this hour. Eight six six. We be big. About that flag you forced on speeding. Eight six six. We be you. big. He did. I got um, it backwards. So the um, when was it? Was it Monday? He brought that in. Yeah. Was it this week or last week? I don't remember. It all runs together. It was. It was. It was this week. Um, unless it was. Fr- it was this week. It was Monday. So he brought it in Monday. You know, he's cleaning out, getting ready. He brought in this golf flag that you put in the ground. Yeah. And and I will be honest, it's something that my kids would utilize. Okay. I'm I just I'm I mean, being honest. He brought it in and propped it against your door. He Don't did. forget that. He did. And he said And what were you gonna say? You Take missed you missed the conversation because I was a little caught off guard you by the fact that, that I turned around in my office and he's standing there holding this golf weird. flag and fully assembled. I wish I'd have seen him come up the stairs carrying it. Yeah, well, don't forget that. It was yeah. fully assembled. And so I said, I said, well, here's <laughs> the deal. Said, what the? I said, what in the world? And uh, he goes, look, if you don't want it, you don't have to have it. We can put it in the dumpster. It's very old. It's an old golf flag. Back when my kids were younger and they would hit golf balls around the house and stuff, we'd put this in the yard and they would have um, – and I told him, and this is true. I said, this is actually probably a good thing. My kids do this all the time, but they use a five-gallon bucket to try to ring it from wherever. And so – I said, yeah, I'll take it. And now when I said I took, I would take it, he did say, listen, if you just want to throw it away, you throw it away. Well, it sat in my office for about 36 hours. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday I looked at it and thought, I'm going to break it down into the three, because you can break it down into three little kind of metal poles. Why he didn't do that. Now, I don't know. I think he just wanted to be able to full effect of, Not hey, good. look, this is what you can have. This can be yours. Look at this. So look at these. I I did break it down. I put it in the car. I meant to take it out before I went and did carpool, and I didn't. It was in the back seat. And so Maddie gets in. She's like, "What is this, Dad?" And I said, "This is a it's a golf flag. You put it together. Explained it to her. Of course, then Brady and Caroline. They're like, and see, I, if I was going to throw it away, I needed to do it before they saw it. Okay. Yeah. Well, it sat in my car on the way home last night. I reached back to get something out of my bag in the car on the way back from tennis. And when I did that, I hit it, and I thought, i got to get that out of the car. You thought, I wish he hadn't given me this. So <laughs> I didn't think he that. Put his junk it was close, that. though. This morning, I, I I took that godforsaken garbage can up the hill this morning. Here it is, slept timber, and you're dealing with a flag. And, and, I, and I looked at it, and I thought, do I throw this away? And – or will they? Are they actually going to use it? And so I set it on the basketball goal, base of the basketball goal, um, and did not throw it away. But I got to tell you, if I'm being honest, I was this close. I mean, you're going to have to close. move it around in your garage a hundred times. I know. You and, know how it is. And and I, and you're you going to get a lot of use out of it? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Look, um, just just flag. Got an email a minute ago. Speedy's not here, don't tell me. I won't read. Well, this, this is what this email has to do with. Hope you fellas have a blessed day. Love the show. Hey, since Speedy is not there today, we need to all talk about him. He can't defend himself. Okay, well, that's what so we're doing. I don't, I, don't, I don't know that we'll go that far with it. Uh, of course, 866-WE-BE-BIG. You can certainly chime in. We'll take your calls. But uh, probably not going to go that route. And I do want to apologize for those that were listening to the tune in channel, uh, best ofs the first, um, the first segment of the day. I just forgot to turn it over. That's all. It'll be all right. So, um, 
Dan Moultrie coming up next hour with Rick yeah, and Dan Bubba. Um, is Dan he? Got, do he have? I had to ask. He had a box. He did have food. Yeah. Okay. So he it, Patty probably was in the kitchen late last night, early this morning, and God love her heart. Um, it's always delicious. It so is. looking it forward to whatever that is. It's usually some kind of casserole or um, and got you know game meat in it. Yeah. And I'll tell you what I've missed, and I don't. He may not bring it today. I've missed that homemade salsa. That's some good stuff. I don't know who's making it, but it's uh, it's excellent. It's good. So, um, a lot of impeachment talk yesterday. The guys will jump well, into impeach, that. Impeach, um, impeach. You know, I, if anything, this impeach is kind of giving me, me a little history lesson on on previous presidents and the process and and what what happens. Um, didn't know that Andrew Johnson was a president that was impeached. Um, now he was acquitted by the uh, the Senate, and uh, and then of course everybody knows the Bill Clinton, Bill Clinton story. Yeah. Um, you got the left saying this is a smoking gun we've been looking for. You got the right saying everybody on the left's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm sure the truth mistake, is somewhere in the middle. I don't really know, but I know we will break that down at some point today. Um, yes. And then we got a lot of crazy headlines. Um, that we'll jump in, you know, the wacky world story. Saw a horrifying video yesterday of a girl. Uh, she just at her house playing in her yard, oh, and yeah, uh, a coyote tried to attack her. Yeah, ran her. Uh, the girl's fine. She did not get bit, but the coyote did try to. I've seen, you know, these areas, California has a major issue. We had an issue here in Vestavia, oh, Mountain yeah, Brook area everywhere. a few years they're ago. everywhere. Um, and, and where you hear these stories, hey, watch out for small dogs and small children. Well, I've seen the small dogs, cats. We've seen that on video, and we've we believe in that. But I thought, nah, surely they won't try to attack a kid. But I, it's on the video. It's a it's, it's a horrifying video. Thank goodness she and to hear her. They interviewed her, and she's got that sweet young, yeah. you know, voice. Tried to bite her in the rib, and she explains the rib. that. Okay. Yeah, so that's just like a child to say right say there that. In the rib. Um, so anyway, of course, speaking of wildlife, I'm four for four this week on leaving the house and, and deer running right across the road. So what is the deal? I heard I you know. telling. They're evidently, and they're, and they're almost in the same spot every day. And then on down the road, between 2.30 and 3 a.m. where I live, the deer are moving for some reason. Four days in a row I've dealt with them. Nearly hit one. How, now, when you say nearly, Greg, what, is, what does that mean? I How mean, close? I slammed the brakes on and stopped the car. Yeah, that's close. Yeah. That's real close. If I don't do that, boom. Well, uh, you ever seen what one will do to a car? It's yeah, no, I've hit one. Yeah, it's not pretty. It's not pretty at all. I hit one a few years ago. Actually, this is the way that it works out for me. Get up real early, like two thirty in the morning. I'm going to Bubba's farm to hunt, and about a mile and a half before I reach his, and I had about an hour fifteen minute drive. About a mile and a half before his, before I reached his home, the farm home, I hit a deer. It hits. It it kind of clipped it. I was. It was a road where I wasn't going fast enough for it to really do major damage. Yeah. But it clipped it and knocked it up on the hood of the car. How about that? And dented the hood, but it jumped off and just ran off. It was really weird. Of course, <laughs> of course, there was about six deer around. You know, and then I get to Bubba's, explain the story to him. We go hunting. I don't see one deer. Yeah, I usually see so many on the way to where I'm going. You're right. They amaze me though how they jump fences where they're crossing that. And they, there's a there's a you know fence like a farm where they keep cows in. And the way yeah. they go over that thing, man, they they sky. 
I have not been giving hunting enough and I and I the last few years. And it's one of those things that that Braden has Braden was hot and heavy with hunting for a couple years early on, from the time he was eight, nine, ten, eleven, killed his first deer a couple years ago at twelve. And we really hadn't been back since. I've been a couple times to Rick's and a, maybe once to Bubba's. He, he topped out and said, I'm But done. he just, he's, there's no interest in it. Like, I'd like him to have it. And it's hard for me to say, hey, honey, going, going hunting for the weekend. Have yeah. fun with the kids. Yeah. That, I mean, it's hard for me to get away for, it feel and, you know, guilt free. You with, understand that. And there's responsibilities. I get that too. So, um, we're going to update you today on this. The death toll continues to rise in these vaping cases. Um, more the vaping, the vaping, the vaping. So there's a lot of you vapors out there. I'm telling you, just heads up. Uh, and then we've got a funny story with a uh, we got a Tesla police car that it, the battery ran out during a police chase, yeah. car chase. I got one little quick, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. A little story. I Greg, I'd like you to spend as much time as you like. Comments. It's a weird deal, but I, I, you know, when we talk about things, are just so obvious. It won't take long. But, yeah, I, I want to comment on this one. I feel like you're about to go on a full-blown rant here. No, not really, but I'm just, wow, we live in a weird world. Very weird. The Fired news, up. Go. The news is scary. We go now? Or you want to you go? Let's go to break. Let's do this. Let's go to break. Okay. And and if you want to be a part of it, 866-WE-BE-BIG, we'll go to break, and you can, uh, and we'll just say the last segment is dedicated. You know, we used to do a, a Greg Burgess rant. Well, I think it was on I, Friday. Is, this is just short. And it's you may not. A, it's but just Greg, more of a commentary, but I just. Most of the time when you set it up like that, though, Greg. The things that we that we deal with in today's world, I mean, it's 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 bizarro. I mean, anyway. I, I, Buckle I like, up, folks. I see it coming. I can see it in his eyes, the way he's rubbing his face. Rant coming next. Oh. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Fifty-one minutes after the hours, the Rick and Bubba Show. I am Helmsy alongside Greg Burgess. The boys join us next. Speedy out today. Adler's here. He's got Blaze TV and YouTube Live rocking and rolling. For everything Rick and Bubba, it's rickandbubba.com. Rick and um, Gregory, you um, you said, "Hey, I want to jump into something." Well, I just you, you know, said you're not going to rant. Every and I hear day you. I hear we you. have these these headlines. This is from the UK. Hold on, Greg. I feel like we need to make this official. This is something we used to do. Oh, no. You we used to do a, a Greg Burgess sound off, well, and it was on Fridays, and, and Speedy, and Speedy he, he forced it. He, he wanted did. you to do he it every do Friday, it. Uh, and he would bring it up during the week and put a lot of pressure on you, but we actually had a theme and everything for this, so I think I, think I, I want to play this theme, okay? Because there are people out there that have been introduced to this show uh, Blaze TV members and uh, just new affiliates, new people to the podcast. The Bible study has brought new folks in. They don't know about all of our little trinkets here. Yeah. Sound off! Sound off! Greg, sound off! That's and, Speedy doing that. That is Speedy's voice. So, Greg, the floor, the floor is yours, my friend. Okay, here we go. And I'm not going to go too far into this, but I, I just... Transgender man, this is in the UK, gave birth to a baby. Listen to me. Loses legal fight to be recognized as father. The fact that we're having a legal fight. Now, look, the picture. I get it. You look like a dude. You got a mustache rocking. You got a dude haircut. I give you that. But here's where you're eliminated as being called the father. You got pregnant. 
carried the child and delivered it. So guess what? That makes you the mother. Correct. And on the birth certificate, that's what they list you. Now, the confusion in this chaotic world is legally in that country is considered male. Yeah. But the judge ruled, or whatever they are over there, that when it comes to birth, that that if you actually give birth to the child, you are not referred to as his mother. But my point is, isn't that obvious? So we got to have a court hearing over that. We got to decide. Hey, I, I you know I want to be called the father. What's you gave birth to the child? You know who the father is? Whoever donated the seed. That's the father. <laughs> now you look like the father. I'll give you that. I'm looking at the picture, and you look just like the father. But there's one thing. You got in them stirrups and you pushed the baby out. Fathers don't do that. It's wow. impossible. So you're the mother when it comes to birthing a child. Now you can call yourself Freddie, Frank, whatever. And I think it is Freddie, by the way. It is Freddie McConnell. Buddy, I I, I, I can't I'm speechless. Yeah, we're so so I'm so this this gender thing's weird to me. And so I, I it I is thought, I thought if is. I related as a man, that meant I've been eliminated from having children. Because men don't have children, so if I'm I'm really a man, in my mind, and that's the way I want to live, that then that means you can't you can't birth children because men don't do that, right? Correct. You can't do it both ways. You can't. Well, I'm a man. I look like a man, and I want to be called a man. It's medically, I'm a man. it's medically impossible. That's my point. When you when you decide I'm a man, okay, guess what? Giving births out. Yeah. Because you know what it, what it shows you that biologically you're really not a man. If you gave a birth, guess what? I got news for you. You can call yourself Freddie and you can get a nice mustache, but if you can physically give birth, you're female. Did it used to be Frida, you think? I bet it was. Frankie I mean, we got to go to court and figure Frankie this stuff out. I'm just, I, the headline just caught me. Greg, look at the picture. Have you seen the picture? Yeah. Wow, it does look like a Told dude. You, looks like a dude. Goodness gracious. But How about again, that chest hair? Hey, you, look, you can identify all you want to. But if you can physically carry a child and birth it, you're female. Sorry. And on the birth certificate, you're the mom. You're not the dad. Wow, that really like a dude. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Wow. That's scary. I'm sorry. That's, I couldn't help <laughs> Well, and Mattel's not helping today either. They, yeah, I saw they've, that. The creatable world, um, that Mattel has announced they're launching, or they've launched, gender-neutral doll line. So they've got a doll line, Mattel, the maker of toys, gender neutral doll line. There you go. Coming soon. Coming soon. Or I guess you can go out and buy it today. Whatever. Well, you know, if you remember back in the old Ken days, he was kind of gender neutral. I mean, he didn't have the equipment. That's a very good point. You man. know it? Yeah. If you want to think about it. Yeah, I guess all of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. Wow. I mean, what'd they change? Except the hairdo? Is that it? I don't know. I guess clothing. And just the, the title. Yeah. yeah, hair. Hmm. <laughs> you know, I was talking the other day. We were remembering back. My father was telling me about he remembers the day that he gave birth to me. See, that doesn't even sound right. You know what I'm saying? You know why? Because it's impossible. I remember the day I went in labor. Who went in labor? My father. My father went in labor. He's talking about the day my father went in labor with me. And uh, See, none of that works. End of case. Sorry. Uh, before we go to break, I want to get this in. Hash Brown Hero is the intern today. He's our lawn intern right now, and he does a stand-up job. Phenomenal kid. Love this kid. He came in <laughs> He came in a minute ago, and he goes, hey, I got an idea. And, I, and we kind of looked at him. He goes, I think there ought to be a Rick and Bubba spelling bee. Oh, boy. And I said, hey, look, uh, are you talking about, like, the staff doing a spelling bee? And, and he said, yeah, I just think it'd be fun. And, of course, my first reaction was, well, it'll be over quick. 
Evidently, none of us there's can, two things can in play. He thinks he's a really good speller and he wants to show right. off. Right. Of course, I've seen some things he puts up here. Uh, and, and, and for instance, like teaching moment a minute ago, because David from Gunnersville is on hold now. Love David, you. I'm not sure if we'll get to you next. We only got a few minutes, but thank you for calling. But Gunnersville, he, he spelt it correct, but he asked me a minute ago because I told him, I said, You're spelling Gunnersville wrong. And he goes, Is it G U N N? And I said, No, it's G U N T. And but the problem he has with that, and I do too, is when you hear people say, "Hey, I'm from Gunnersville." Yeah, they say Gunnersville. Hey, I'm Gunner. Where are you from? I Gunnersville. Gunnersville. I say Gunnersville. There's no T in it, so that really don't count. But we have some misspellings that they're just going by how yeah. it sounds. It's pretty funny. Yeah. So I can see where he would misspell that, but I do think he's a good speller, and he's trying to show us look, up. Looking at look, he's ca- using caps where they go. Yeah, I know. He's, you know, his grammar's really good. Yeah. Yeah. But. So. Uh, since David uh, continued to hold, we'll we'll put him on. David, uh, how are you this morning? Hey guys, how you doing? Good. Good. Buddy. I was just going to say, with these far leftists and basically the Democratic Party now, because they've taken over, uh, facts and science only matter when it uh, when it uh, helps. When I'm it sorry. Helps them out. That's the time it matters. Facts and science only matter. I understand matter that. Yeah. They pick and choose. You're right, because they scream science. Well, hey, nothing screams louder in, uh, in science than this. Yeah. You hear me? Doesn't fit if their we agenda. If we want to go by, yeah. throw spiritual, throw everything out, let's just strictly go by science. Guess what? Yeah. If you identify as a man, you give up your right to give birth, because men don't give birth. Yeah. Fact. Thanks, David. Appreciate you calling from Gunnersville. Maybe the fact that you can tells you, you maybe you're not a man. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. There you go. Is it weird that David called from Gunnersville and that was the example we were yeah, going to use? That from is the, funny. That is. It's weird. Did you blast him in the middle? Well, I was <laughs> trying to. I was trying to find the uh, the bed music. And we all jumped. And I know and it was loud. And from I still had Hill. my phone plugged in, and I hit the. It's on me. Look, <laughs> uh, you know, I admit it. Hey, you know, David from Gunnersville's not happy about it. No, you hear me? I said Gunnersville. I kind of threw him for a loop there. He didn't know what was going on. Of course, you you jumped too. That scared me. Probably everybody in the car. Somebody probably wrecked over it. Yeah, All right, boys, join us next. Hang with us. Yeah. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Link. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Bubba, Six minutes now past the hour. You got Rick and Bubba. And uh, we're thankful that you are here. We start this hour with the national anthem. Our national anthem today, Rockapella. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming. And the rocket's red glare, the bombs bursting in air, gave proof through the night that our flag was still there.
is seven and a half minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. As we start moving forward, much to do on the program today. Match Moultrie right out of the gate. And Rick, what do you mean by that? Well, I mean that Moultrie is going to come up with a, a question that none of us can verify. Uh, and uh, we're not going to question. We're just going to say if you want to win big today, give Dan the answer he is looking for. Uh, so that uh, And today's question, whether it's factual or not, looks pretty straightforward. So uh, we'll... Um, now, it's bizarre, but it, at least the answer seems pretty easy to understand. So we got that coming up today. Uh, Speedy is out. Uh, we got Greg and Helmsy and Eddie Van Adler on Team Rick and Bubba. And, of course, the hash brown hero uh, is our Rick and Bubba student. Uh, Big Boy is looking on with that reassuring smile. And across the way, there he is, the silver tongue one, the man with the golden voice, professional and cheaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza in a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, let's put our hands together for Bill Bubba Bussing! Friends, neighbors, and associates, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. It's an experience. I just want to celebrate another day of living. Come on. I just want to celebrate another day of life. I put my faith in the people, but the people let me down. But I turn the other way and I carry on. They were celebrating. Rare Earth. When I hear that, I think a magnet. Uh, well, you should. Uh, so we 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 have Matt, Match Moultrie coming up here quickly. <laughs> That's for you, Tech. That's, <laughs> there you go. This morning, we've got a this magnet. Here. We've got updates on stories. Um, by the way, I did see the entire Aaron Hernandez thing, and oh my oh. goodness, good gracious! But anyway, so I finished that up last night. Boy, that. Uh, you know, I thought I knew. I've heard enough from y'all. I don't even need to say. <laughs> Look, it. I, I remember when we reported on the story, but it, boy, this really—it's yeah, worse than you think. Well, I really, it's wa- really a I sick, really sick puppy deal. Yeah. Well, I walk away going, I think I, I think I completely get it. Now, I'm not saying that I'm that it's okay or it should have been this way, but at least I think I know what happened and 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 the whole deal. And there were some very interesting things about Massachusetts I did not know legally. You talking you, about just the law in general? Yes. Did you know this in Massachusetts? Okay, which we're, we don't say very well. So let's say that one. Well, let's let's don't do it to you, Bubba. Speedy's not here. Let's do it to him. So <laughs> let's say Speedy. Is, Thank you. Speedy's in in jail. There's a price to pay when you're not yeah. here. So <laughs> let's say that, let's say Speedy is in trouble with the law. Right. Okay. And we all kind of halfway expect that. Right. It's over. 
So he he and, and it may be this deal he's he's working today. <laughs> right. But but let's but let's go back to this. So he he is convicted. I mean the jury says guilty. Guilty, you're going. Hey, guilty. Judge is going All to right. send it. So to. now Speedy goes to jail. Didn't know this in Massachusetts, Greg. This is the Aaron Hernandez thing. So Speedy goes to jail, Speedy. but he but he <laughs> has he has an outstanding appeal. Mm-hmm. I appeal. Right. Okay. And then he's he's put together. Then he gets charged with something different. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's happened to Aaron Hernandez? So that has to start up now. Now, too, now yeah. when Aaron Hernandez goes for his second murder charge, he now shifts to a much better legal team than he had the first time. And I think, by the way, if he'd had his second legal team the first time, he walks. Right. And there's okay. a difference. Yeah. I mean, no he, matter what their commercials say, yeah, there's a difference. He, he walks because <laughs> because this guy, the second one. They're well, telling you one ain't as good as the other, but I'm telling you there's a difference. Listen, they don't even have a person that says he's the one who shot him in the first one, including the two people there. They wouldn't turn on him. Okay. Listen, in the second one, they got a guy going, I'm in the car. I'll lean my seat back where he can fire on these other people. And this new lawyer gets him found not guilty Good with, with, with an eyewitness this time. Okay. So, so not guilty on the second one. Listen to this. Are you ready? Sadly, her Aaron Hernandez will go to take his life in jail waiting on his appeal for the first conviction and and you should have seen the family of the guy that they say that he was guilty of killing in the first one because mm-hmm. picture how this feels. In Massachusetts, if you die with an outstanding appeal, they acquit you of the crime. So they take it and wipe it off the books as if he's not guilty of any of it now wow. because he never got to his appeal. So they just assume, what, the appeal would have gone his way? I mean, huh. what, what are we talking about? So they, Rick, they, that's, that's only only Massachusetts would come up with something that well, ingenious. So it, now, does that mean his family can claim some loss of income? I don't know, but I, I, I'll tell you what it does. I think it helps his well, fiance, who was waiting to be his wife and father and mother of his child. Uh, I think she ends up able to get more money on that. Uh, and um, they're saying that the one of the reasons for killing himself may involved all of that that his his name would be cleared. Uh, and um, and that his fiance would end up being able to collect a certain amount of money mm. and all that. So I don't know, but uh, but it's interesting because he he uh, his reaction when he was found not guilty on the second murder charge. Because I'm thinking to myself, why is this such a celebration? Because you're still going to jail right. for life. Right. I mean, all you would have gotten was life again. Right. You know, which that seems almost you know mundane. But but anyway, so anyway, it's weird. Of course, then the whole other element, Greg. Well, oh my goodness, the other one. Mm. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Which is another reason they thought he may have taken his own life is that yeah you got a friend in jail didn't he? well no things were going public about maybe a friend he had before oh, jail really all, all all out there was that one reason sports uh, sports talk show broke it well, and got talking about it why did he kill the first guy that's no they never established a motive never and I really needed that was it I'm trying to remember and I can't remember. Was that guy about to testify or against him or turn against him in something else that had happened? Some people say that there were people which I think you over that you throw out in this special that he had been abusive to his fiance's sister. If you want to see a weird court scene, have two sisters on two different sides. Wow, one sister's testifying against the other sister's uh, uh, fiance and father of her child. That makes for an interesting dinner at home. It does because hey, your your fiance killed my boyfriend. By the way, so goodness gracious. So anyway, about a half a mile from here. Hmm. Now don't forget, they go get him in Boston and drive him all the way back and kill him a half a mile from Aaron Hernandez's house. 
So, uh, so anyway, they never could. No one could ever figure out. One of them was this other thing that this guy was going going to out him on on some of his uh, yeah his his uh, sexual confusion. Well, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't. Uh, yeah. And and then you know because the abuse I think is out because the girlfriend never ever sided with her boyfriend saying hey he was a bad guy and Aaron killed him and so what she, is she went against him she said she was like hey I want him put in jail for killing my boyfriend so what's more dangerous to be a friend of Aaron Hernandez or to vape? <laughs> right. Well, you know what the takeaway from all this is, including the lawyer that could have got him off. He said, "I tell you what, he's guilty of hanging out with the wrong people." Rick and Bubba. Yep. Rick and Bubba. Hey, this is Phil Robinson out of Duck Dynasty. You're listening to Rick and Bubba. Pay attention. It is 21 minutes now past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us today. Dan Moultrie returns. Dan. Dan. Got him out of the woods. Got him out of the woods. <laughs> we checked him for ticks. <laughs> and now. No ticks, no poison oak. He's no. ready to go. Yeah, we're ready. And uh, Dan Moultrie is here. And uh, your opportunity to match Moultrie coming up in another bizarre trivia question, uh, as only Dan can produce. And then up for grabs before we're done today, my friends, one Moultrie mobile system. Uh, and also one deer feeder, the old Moultrie Unlimited. So that's all uh, still coming up. So, Dan, welcome back, buddy. Hey, hi, good morning. How are you, I'm, Rick? I, all I know is I'm ready. I'm, I, in, the, I'm in the know, go position. I didn't know how to start without uh, hearing Skinner. I wasn't hearing Skinner at the first of the segment. What are you then you, about? No, you did it then, oh, but yeah. at the start of well, it. Well, let me, let me give you, tell you a little about yeah. a little programming. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you come out of the break as if the show is returning. Okay. And then you say, and now it's time mm-hmm. for Moultrie. Then, that was your theme. Then you hit I'm the theme music. I'm now, see, the next break we come out, I'll just come out with that because I've established you're right. here. Right. You right. It's, it's just not just some thrown together thing. No, that's it. <laughs> y'all, y'all got a lot of practice today. How many years? Two, five. Two, five. <laughs> Twenty five. <laughs> 25 years. That's full time. That's right. And you know, that's silver, so. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I know I normally ask you to touch me to see if I'll turn to gold, but I just wanted you to know it was silver. <laughs> uh, all right. So we, uh, we've we got a lot to do here. And, Dan, uh, we've got a great guest Dan has brought in today, uh, Rick, and we've, we've known her for a while, and she does a great, great job, and we're proud to have Heather with us today. Well, let's tell let's tell everybody who Heather is. Yeah, and what let's she does. run her full, right. yep. so full intro. There. What what we have here is uh, the director of development for the School of Forestry and Wildlife Sciences uh, at Auburn University, and we're going to be talking about something that we've mentioned in the past, but now it is fully implemented, and there may be an opportunity for some of you that are watching or listening or your children. So please welcome Heather Crozier. Thank you, guys. I'm glad to be here this morning. Well, and we're glad you are, too. So tell us a, a little bit uh, about the School of Forestry and Wildlife Sciences. Somebody hears that. You, I guess you can, in general, figure out what that may be like, but it, it may not be clear what jobs the this kind of a study points you to. So the School of Forestry and Wildlife Sciences is, I mean, we're the only wildlife program in Alabama. We've um, There's two other smaller forestry programs in Alabama, but we're the largest program forestry program in Alabama. And I mean, Rick, there are all kinds of jobs that you can get in this field. We have um, a new dean who's a visionary, and so he's created a couple of new majors that have, um, you know, 
are, are modeled around the core of the school, which is forestry and wildlife. But we have this new wildlife enterprise management program where you can go out and you can work with outfitters. You can work with the retail distributors in the gun business or the fishing business. Um, I mean, there's many different avenues that you can go with that. You could be a policy advocate. You can, um, I mean. Rick, imagine you got a son or a daughter and they want to be at a lodge in the Bahamas running a fishing lodge. Mm. How do you get that experience for that? How do you know how to do that? That's what this new degree entails. It'll teach them everything from the management side, the biology side, to the business side. Yeah, and and it's been wildly popular so far, hasn't it? Heather? Yeah, it's the only. Um, there's only two programs in the U.S. like it, and this program became official back in January. And as of um, our last enrollment count for this program for the fall, we have 87 students. Oh, wow! In two semesters. Yeah. So you you here's that supply and demand. You've got these outfitters that have invested all this money, and they need people to to run. And to, and to kind of be over it all, but then you're and going to hit the ground running, yeah. not, not have to learn yeah. on the job. So somebody shows yeah. up and says, "Hey, this seems pretty cool." Right. Well, I don't want to hire somebody that says this seems pretty cool. You know, and like Bubba said, now I've got to start at zero and go. Well, let me t- show you how this works. I want somebody to show up with this kind of degree that knows everything about it. And you mentioned one part that is crucial: the business side of yes. it. Yes, and you've got a professionally trained college graduate to come in and help you run your business. Right, and so. That that is one of the you know there's always been forestry it seems like to me mm-hmm. probably the, it is I guess the largest industry in the state of Alabama in seconds largest and and so forestry's been there forestry's still a huge degree and a and a business in the state of of Alabama but wildlife pe- don't mistake what wildlife's doing out there and we've gone over this this it is a huge industry and the people that have gotten in that love wildlife and want to be a part of it. How do we do that? How do we get to be part of wildlife? Well, here's how you get a degree in wildlife. Then you can go work in whatever segment of that industry you want to work in. And this is where the rubber meets the road. I mean, this is beyond just hunting and fishing. This is the the industry part of it. Yes. I think that's great. Yeah, and I think, Heather, that's one thing that you're clarifying now, Dan. You're Mm -hmm. doing a great job of clarifying it. This is not just a forestry degree. That's been around. And some people are picturing in their mind they're going to go out and you know, and work in a national park, or they're going to, you know, no, this is about going and running what you just mentioned uh, anywhere in the world where, where these things exist. You could you could be running one of the outfitters to do the deer hunting in Mexico. Yeah. You could be doing one of the fishing things you said in the Bahamas. They, they just got back, Dr. Ditchkoff, who's been on the show, from having a group of students in Africa. Wasn't yeah. that right? Yeah. Looking at the lodges in Africa. How about that? Wow. So you go out there, and, and these people are looking for people to be part of the team, but you you got to know what you're doing. That's correct. So so do we have that kind of wide range? I mean, I would think training to go to Africa mm-hmm. to be part of a big game outfitting would be different to your other example mm-hmm. of, of, you know, I'm going out to the Bahamas to go out and do a fishing. There's there's going to be some things that would be unique. Common, in core, so core, they teach you all of it? Core competencies that it takes to do this are what's being taught. The core curriculum – I looked at the curriculum. Heather gave me a copy. It's it's unbelievably how good it is to teach them. That. Heather, you may want to speak so on they that. So kind of, they get kind of they, a broad stroke, but yes. then you can specify the differences in the different outfitters and, and things you need to know for yes. each one. Yes, so there's electives that these students have to take. We 
And we also recommend that they do an internship. An internship is not required, but we have had people from all over reach out to us since they've learned about this program and wanting to know, you know, how can we scoop up these, these students to intern with us? And I mean, you know, that is hands on experience. I mean, you, you learn right then in that internship, whether this is something that you want to do for the rest of your life, or maybe you want to change your major. Yes, they do help you. You know, sometimes the way things look and the way things they actually are, <laughs> mm-hmm. you, you need to get inside and look around a minute, and you may come out more excited than ever before. You may come out and go, okay, i, I got to go back and, 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 and rework. Rethink yeah. this. Yeah. All right, so what I want to do, because we're up against the break, when we come back, I, I want us to just start at zero. I, I want to say, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm a parent. Uh, I've got a, a daughter or a son that's interested in this. What do I need to do? You know, how, how do I go about it? And so we'll do that when we come back. And if you're listening right now or watching, and this may be your family or something you want to consider, listen, and uh, we'll kind of go through the steps on what you need to do to start thinking about going after this degree, uh, the Wildlife Enterprise Management degree uh, that is now fully established at Auburn University. So we'll be back. More with Moultrie and Heather right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba visiting with Moultrie. We'll get to uh, an opportunity for you to match Moultrie here momentarily. I do want to point you because I tell you one thing, uh, Moultrie, you can relate to this. Uh, you know, this whole Moultrie started uh, as, as a little small business owner trying to make it happen, and, and I'll tell you, we just partnered it with a, with a group called Cabbage.com. It starts with a K, and here's what they do. You you know this. You've been there. We certainly have this, uh, and you, know, you hope you don't have to go to it, but sometimes you have to, and that's it. Most small businesses need to establish a line of credit if they need it. Really do. I mean, you got to have it. Got to have it. Got to have it, and uh, well, sometimes that can be difficult. Uh, you know, you're managing your inventory. You're, you're trying to get payroll covered, and, and you're doing 100 other things, uh, and that's before lunch. Uh, if you own or run a small business. So getting the money you need shouldn't take up all that time. So what, what we've done here is Cabbage. Uh, they've created a simple, modern way for businesses to have access up to $250,000 of credit. Now, the application process is online, takes minutes to complete, and then you'll get a decision, yes or no. Uh, it happens quick. It's simple. Uh, once your business qualifies, you can access the amount you need right away and withdraw more funds whenever you need that extra capital. Because sometimes you get it going yeah. in cash flow, and you go, ooh, we're, we're a little bit, we need to make payroll. I, I need to go in there, and then you go back there and you pay it back. But you, it, it's really difficult to run a business if you don't have this. The, the one thing that never ends is cash flow, right? That's, that's right. That's what they're going to have to have, and that's what sounds like Cabbage provides. Yeah, so if you qualify, it's going to happen quick. Uh, and uh, and you can you can do it whenever you, whenever you need it. Now here I know I know a lot of you may be asking this. Cabbage has an A plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, and they provided over two hundred thousand small businesses with access to funding totaling more than eight billion dollars. So uh, you can through this show now go to cabbage.com to get started. That's K A B B A G E dot com. You also find them linked perfectly there at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. So we're talking to Heather Grozier from Auburn University. We've talked about their their new wildlife enterprise management degree, uh, one of only two such programs in the entire country. So if you're if you're thinking about uh, this for for your college student, or maybe you're a college student, or maybe you're somebody who wants to go back to college to try to uh, get this expertise and this degree and get into the field, Heather is now going to tell us what to do. Well, the first thing you have to do is you have to apply 
to get accepted into Auburn. That's right. But if you're Been just through that, <laughs> <laughs> but if this is something that you're just kind of trying to get a little more information in, you can um, contact our professor of practice, Todd Franks. We've actually hired a faculty member to head this program up. And um, Todd's contact number is 334-844-1044. Or you can contact our school recruiter, Wendy Franklin, at 334-844-1094. And, and I'll give Helmsy the, yeah. all the other information we'll, as well. We'll gather, all, we'll gather all that and put it in show notes today. So just remember, whenever you get settled today, Helmsy's going to get this information. We'll put it in show notes. You can go there, and if you're looking to apply or have a student or who wants to apply, you can contact these Rick, people. there is lots and lots, and just what's the total, Heather, of in the School of Wildlife and Forestry, scholarships given. People think, well, I may not have the funds to go do that. Yeah. How many scholarships do y'all give? I, I don't know how many, but it's a bunch. So we awarded almost $300,000 this year in just departmental scholarships. Just in this department. Wow. So, so, But we're always looking. I mean, with this being a new program, we don't have a whole lot of scholarship-specific scholarships for this mm-hmm. particular. So we're always looking to establish you know, more scholarships. How about the Bubba scholarship? Or the I Rick and Bubba, Bubba scholarship? The yeah. Rick and Bubba scholarship. The Helmsy scholarship. Well, <laughs> ours, ours would be much different. We've talked about this in the past. Ours will only be awarded to a C student. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? We can, we can, we can yeah. set that GPA. But, but Heather, you, you had told me, and, and correct me, your, your enrollment in this college has doubled. It's right. almost doubled in the last couple of years. I mean, just this new wildlife enterprise management degree has added 87 additional students to the program. And then we've, we've established two more new majors as well, which have added um, a fair amount of additional students to the program. I mean, we're a small school, so it doesn't take much to double your numbers. But you got a great building and facility, and, you know, I would encourage people. We've got the tour. Heather gives a great tour down there, Rick, but to go see – this college and it, it's really neat and a lot of the things and i know you're adding on to it with a, another display right yes we've had a, a super generous um gift from mr moultrie over here and um he's donated 26 pieces out of his um trophy collection and so we're gonna have um the moultrie museum mounts displayed all around the school and um, there's some pretty be neat the places. Auburn Moultrie Museum, and it's Rick. It, no, uh, it, it, Dan, that's not what it's called. <laughs> it, it says it's called the New Moultrie but we're Wildlife Museum Auburn, and Auburn, Collection Auburn, at, at Auburn, Auburn University. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Rick. Yes, <laughs> it is. Let's call it what it is. It's here's the Moultrie the, Wildlife Museum. Here's what we know: We've got students studying wildlife, and we've got wildlife rock. They needed to have wildlife for people to actually look at. And so that's what that's, this collection's put together, and Heather's headed it up. And it's going to be a neat deal. So what all's in yeah, there? Tell us. Well, I know it says it, it's all going to be it's from anywhere. We, we picked probably the, Are the tagged the, and happy girls in this? <laughs> no, we, we picked the, the 26 probably most popular game animals in, in North America. Okay. We kept it to North American animals that people want to see. And they'll be displayed. They've got one of the brown bears right when you come in the school entrance. In the atrium. In the atrium there. And they've already been using some of the the uh, items in, in, in within some of the classes and working with them, Rick. But mainly for people to see. When you come in the School of Wildlife, you need to see wildlife. And that's, that's right. what it's going to be available. Yeah. So, I mean, we have – I mean, Dan gave us a couple of bears. We've mm-hmm. got – 
an a couple ale, of what? A couple of bears. A couple of bears. <laughs> <laughs> Heather, it was normal to me. Well, look, I've been, I'm from Alabama. I know that bears has two syllables. This, this is a rough crew up here, Heather. And you, it you're brazen. You can hang with this crew. I know. I like the way you say it. <laughs> My one of my favorite pieces is the um, the bison uh-huh. that he has. Right, but, that's a big um, animal. Mm-hmm. There's a we have two mooses. We've got the cougar has been uh, super popular mm-hmm. among the students and tan Do they refer tan to it as a panther <laughs> ever? Do you no. ever? Does he have a black one? No, <laughs> no black panther. <laughs> you might have to ask Steve Ditchkoff about that. <laughs> Well, I said Gary's seen three of them. <laughs> hey, I don't care what Moki says. I saw one mama with, with some cubs. The, the, now, now, Heather, there's one more new area down there that y'all have started. Rick, you know the Boone and Crockett Society that's the sure, largest, sure. Uh, yeah. one of the BNC. largest groups yeah. in wildlife? Y'all now are the, only the second school in the United States, I think, and that, that has a Boone, Boone and Crockett. I think there may be one or two professorship more with um, than that. Tell, but, tell them about that. Well, so I can be somebody that says I'm a, I'm representing Boone and Crockett. So um, what we've done is last year we had a visit from um, a gentleman at Boone and Crockett, and we're in the process of establishing a professorship. And what mm-hmm. this does, it pairs nicely with this new wildlife enterprise management program, but also um, it will elevate the um the program as well as just the entire status of the school to have a Boone and, Pro- a Boone and Crockett professor mm-hmm. on staff. How about that? And um, this person will work in policy. Um, you know, it'll be related to the consumptive use of of animals and making sure that you're um, practicing good conservation for that. And we're you know we're still in the early stages of it, but this is going to be a big thing for our school. I want you to picture being this professor and how many people students going to say. Hey, for come just a minute. They got their camera. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about this? Yeah. What do you, what do you oh, think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What, what's oh. the gross on that? <laughs> That's exactly what, <laughs> what, 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 what do you think about that? <laughs> <laughs> now, I know I measure the length. Now, what's the width? <laughs> right. I mean, you know. I mean, what do you think? Just looking at that one. Just eyeball <laughs> Just give me a guess. Round it to ten. <laughs> you know that's going to happen. That, there is so I knew many. That, wouldn't you? I know. Rick, oh, yeah. I, I don't think there's so many that people know. There's so many cool wildlife courses. There's a, there's a, a course being taught of food plot management. How do you grow food plots? Yeah. Auburn University teaching that down there. You want uh, the, now, Gary? Chapter one is called Rain. If y'all don't have Gary as a professor, <laughs> if, y'all if y'all don't get Gary, hey. Everybody sit down. We're going to talk about Tecamani. <laughs> It'd be Tecamani 101. <laughs> you know, Dan, we also have a sporting and firearms course, which is is pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been it's been pretty popular this semester. Dr. Mark Smith teaches it as well. And then they're teaching, um, you know, courses on outdoor safety and liability. They're teaching you field techniques, wildlife conservation, history, and law. They're teaching them ethics, which is important. Oh, yeah. Um, Greg, <laughs> didn't, didn't one of the uh, tagged in Happy's girl's daughter? Isn't she in the school of wildlife? Or started out? They came down and visited. I think she's gonna be. I, she's in her first core classes. I think. Step okay. out there, but that, that's how. Foster, no I mean, they it. Well, listen. You, I wish Caitlin would get more involved in it. She's mm-hmm. studying shopping right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. How's she doing? <laughs> oh, she's doing great. <laughs> she, she, she she had Straight probably eight. the best training though, Bill. That could be. <laughs> All right, so there, if you want to find out any information about this new degree, Wildlife Enterprise Management, you see how comprehensive it is. Don't don't forget to go down and 
see the school and see the, the Moultrie Wildlife Museum and Collection at Auburn University. We'll put all the information and show notes there at rickandbubba.com. When we come back, it's time to match Moultrie. Oh, it's man. a dandy. 866-WE-BE-BIG. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes now to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. And now it's time for us to attempt to match Moultrie. Up for grabs, the Moultrie Mobile. We got it for you. And we also have um, a Moultrie feeder for you, but not just any feeder. Uh, the unlimited feeder. So you get a Moultrie Mobile. and we that, lo- That's the 7,000 hour. That's, yeah. that's the top of the line. RRV, if you want. Yeah, I mean, that's correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm learning all this. But you can do the. Is this the IV one? or IA? Uh, yeah, I, IV or IA, right? Mm-hmm. I guess. For AT&T or Verizon. Yeah, so you can do either one now. And, and we have them uh, where we hunt, and I love them. It's it's an upgrade from Moultrie Mobile. Mm-hmm. I love all the Moultrie Mobile. This is taking it and continue to refine it and take it, take it next. Rick, this was made for you. It is a throw the switch on. There's not a lot of fooling with all the setup. Yeah, Moultrie has got a new slogan they have out. Moultrie Mobile. It's updated. So easy, Rick can use it. <laughs> I like that. That's good. Yeah. That's good. So it has a picture of me going. <laughs> uh, so, But I had it up and running in no time. Isn't yeah, you know, <laughs> it, the modem's built in it, which I like. It's, yeah. You know, you know, you don't have to. I got to tie my modem up here, and then I got to get it. You know, and the other's fine, and I still have the, the older model mm-hmm. too. But, but I love the new one. So you can win that, and of course, now tell me about this feeder, unlimited. I mean, this is this is the latest and the greatest this in the, the feeder. Latest and greatest. It, this is your with this package, you're ready to go. You're ready to go. All right, but you have to match Motri. No, this and is a tr- Heather. This is trivia. Heather, they made mistake. Well, this is going to kind of tie in. This well, is going to kind of tie in. Heather, Dan. Heather, you need to know the history here. <laughs> no. When Dan leaves, <laughs> then we're inundated with people who have searched the internet to say that our question was wrong Dog. and our answer was wrong. So <laughs> right. we just call it match Moultrie just for legal purposes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah. now, you're not going to believe this, okay? This involves what we just talked about about the Moultrie Museum. Rick did say it was a really good question. I did. Yeah. I, yeah, I probably I agree with that. I'm not sure I used the term really. <laughs> but 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 uh, but you know what you know what I found out you know it's going to be unbelievable yeah <laughs> so unbelievable so here's the deal if you tour some of these you know the the thing about America we love America but we we America. can we can only t- if we get fired up we can only really take you back to the 1700s that's right you know because we we we're just young when on, on the world scale but when you go to Europe and you can really get into some you ancient know. buildings yeah. and ancient stuff they've been around. Well, we've got some churches uh, from the 1500s mm-hmm. in Europe, and oddly, people have noticed, believe it or not, in one of the churches is the world's oldest existing piece of taxidermy. If, and, yeah. and, and they said they, they, they found documents that at one time this was pretty common, mm-hmm. that some of these old European churches would actually have animals, taxidermy, displayed inside the church still and still are in multiple churches. And, and we're going to show you when we're done a picture there's no adler not yet <laughs> oh, no. not yet adler <laughs> not yet <laughs> He didn't say not to show it. No. He literally told me to show it. No, I said show it when we when we announced well, the anybody who's watching. Yeah, has a yeah you clue just got now. a big hint if you're on. Uh, you got a big clue. Today. You got a big clue. We and, and Adder and I thought we were being so sharp by yeah. having it ready. Yeah. All right, but anyway, so uh, the the oldest piece of taxidermy that is hanging in a church. Let's see it in Europe. <laughs> Let's take a look at it. Is, Rick. It, it, it. The world's oldest is what animal? 
the world's oldest mm-hmm. piece of taxidermy wow. is, is, now, is what I'm hanging in a church. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They, this the one, fact is in a church is weird. Yeah, it, well, we'll get into that when we get around. Okay, because people are trying to say why why was this ever hanging in a church and still is. Greg, we've been so rough I've got so many lately. hints this, I want to give right layup. now. This is, this this is a, a layup. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Now, I'll admit you have been rough on me. <laughs> this is a layup. Howl and Wetumpka. What, and what, we gave him a little hint with, yeah, with, with video. With Adler, what, yeah. what animal is the world's <laughs> oldest piece of taxidermy? Crocodile. Crocodile is right. That's correct. That's correct. Crocodile, man. That's correct. Thank you, Adam. Man must have somewhere to be today. All right, so here's what I got to know. Hal, did you see the hint, or did you just know that? I did not, and I'm usually watching on YouTube. Okay, good. So you just knew that. Uh, Or you're just saying that. Or Google it. it. Look at that. Man, that is old. How did you know that? Let's see it, Adam. Google. That's my wife all day. Oh, you Google. Okay, you. Adam, let's take a look at. It. Yeah. So if you Googled the world's <laughs> oldest piece of taxidermy, that comes up. Look at that. How yep. old is that? Five hundred years. Five hundred. Go back to the picture of it hanging out. Yeah, if you yeah. Could. That's it. That's that in really the church. Shows you. All right. So here's the cool thing, Hal. You just picked up Moultrie Mobile, which you're going to love, uh, and you uh, and you just tell us which wow. which one you need as far as your cell service. Uh, and look, don't go with just the cell service that you may use. It's got needs to be the cell service where you hunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that's could the be key. Different. Could, could be, be different. different. You need to go with yeah, the one right. that, that covers your hunting area the best. Look at that hanging in the church. Uh, so, so anyway, you just sit hey, under five hundred years still looks weird? good. Yeah. And that's you also you also get the, when you look to heaven, it's a rough view there. <laughs> it is. Uh, you also get an unlimited feeder from Moultrie as well. So you got about four hundred dollars worth of stuff. <laughs> Man, uh, Rick, I think now this becomes clear. This is where people began holding their hands up in church. They thought it was going to fall. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. So here are some. Let me tell you about here. Some. Rick, of, Rick, why, why would that be in the church? I, well, some of the theories. They said one of them. Now I don't know why it would be in the church. Why, why I'm going to discount this theory? That that way back when they considered this to be representative of the dragon talked about in the Bible. Yeah. That this would be something that that they but I don't. Why would you want the yeah. dragon in your <laughs> church? Mm-hmm. Now that that I don't I don't get. So I kind of take that one and. But we remember when a they, reminder. But but you remember though when they had you the, don't want none of this. Yeah. He's gonna get you, right? Well, that's you could point I and mean, say anybody won't give her life to Jesus. Yeah. You want to end up in this? Not that big mouth there. But but we remember they had the gargoyles, and that was kind of yeah. a creepy. That was thing. creepy. Yeah. They yeah. still yeah. Yeah. So it could be that. Uh, the other was that maybe at one time it was common in churches to represent creation. Mm-hmm. And see, the other animals' hides would not have lasted. They would have rotted right, and gone right, away. But right. the, the, the leathery skin of the crocodile was mm-hmm. able to last longer than other animals that were probably hanging in there. Now, Rick, I was researching it here on Bing. They say this is actually the first church that Steve Spurrier attended. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's where it came from. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, good job. And Tim Tebow points at this on why he committed to Florida. Uh, but but, but uh, so a lot of little, lot of little gator jokes there. Uh, so uh, so they're saying that the, yeah they they said that. <laughs> that's good. That's great. Yeah, but they say that, that you know what else we learned from this is that uh, the old leathery leathery hide of the old crocodile lasts. Yeah, it does a long time. And whoever out. that uh, whoever did the work on that needs to put that on their business card. Yeah. So so the one we're looking at is, is you can find it in Our Lady of Immaculate Tears Church in Italy. Look at that. And they say this one is around five hundred years old. Wow. That's impressive. That's, that's a, that's but a, the article said there's others, others hanging yeah, in other the churches, churches in Europe, and yeah. strangely enough, there's never been crocodiles in Europe. Yeah, that was the other part. How about that? How yeah. about that? They bring that back from the New World? Uh, I guess. And then, the, and then, or the Old World. <laughs> I don't know. Or, and then there was one theory that says maybe they had it at one time, 
and uh, and they killed. But but why would global you, warming yeah. got rid of them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so <laughs> killed them. How about crocodiles hanging in old churches in Europe? Is, is nobody really knows why? And but but the oldest taxidermy specimen in the world is right there. And it is a crocodile. Well, you know what? The, the Match Moultrie segment has been educational today. Yeah, and we've all learned something. Hey, we had Auburn on. We had to be educational today. Heather would say, would expect no less than right. us educating the public. Yeah, Dan, it's okay. You, I mean, everybody knows you love Auburn. But, I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, I like any good institution of now, learning, let, especially <laughs> Auburn. <laughs> let me ask this, though. Now, you, you'll still sell some Moultrie stuff to an Alabama fan. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> what are you talking about? Come on, man. <laughs> Come to see the can absolutely. They, can Alabama fans come see yes. the, the museum yeah. and all? Yeah, absolutely. Dan Moultrie, Heather Grover, thanks for being with us. Thank great, great Heather. Work. Thank you for coming. Thanks, up Heather. Today. Appreciate thank y'all. It. I had a great time. Thank you, Dan. Good question today. Real, real good question. Really, real like good question. question. And, I like that. And, that's my award for the Rick, I like and that. educational. Very educational. <laughs> I like that. Very <laughs> I kind of want to know why that crocodile's hanging. Yeah, I do too. I'm gonna have to read about it. <laughs> Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.